McDonald's presents Burger Reviews by Hamburglar. Today's review, the best ever Big Mac burger. Take it away, Hamburglar. Rubble, rubble. He said, there's more special sauce in every bite. Rubble, rubble. He said, rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble. Rubble, rubble indeed, my friend. Try the juicier Big Mac and get 20% off any purchase of $10 or more. Only on the app. Comparison to prior classic burgers, limited time only at participating McDonald's. Valid once per day. Excludes tax. Must be opted into rewards. Whatever you're saving up for, a CD from Sandy Spring Bank lets you grow your savings at a guaranteed rate. Right now, earn interest at 5.50% APY on an 8-month CD special or 5.00% APY on a 14-month CD special. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com slash cdspecials. Minimum opening deposit to earn the annual percentage yield is $500 for the 8-month CD special and $2,500 for the 14-month CD special. Member FDIC. Welcome to Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. Our hope is that you will be encouraged and equipped through this podcast as we have conversations with friends from around the world. You can subscribe to our podcast and go to our website, firebornministries.com, and sign up for our email list to stay up to date on Fireborn Ministries. And may you have your own adventures in the Spirit. And now we hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey guys, I'm so excited. This is Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky. We've got Sean Tabbitt with us, who's the host and producer of the Sean Tabbitt Show. He His first loves are his faith, his family, books. I love books too. Coffee. I love me some coffee. And running. I've just recently started doing that. By day, he works for the parent company of Destiny Image, which is Nori Media Group, as the acquisitions and marketing publishing executive. Sean and his wife are the proud parents of 10 amazing children. Sean, welcome to Adventures in the Spirit. Jared, thank you so much for having me today. It is an honor to be on your show, and I am excited to share with your tribe, your viewers. Oh, I, I love it. Our viewers, our listeners, and now just currently, as I was saying a few minutes ago, we're reaching into Pakistan. So hello to everybody in Pakistan. If you're watching this in English or in Urdu, Sean, it's an honor to have you on Adventures in the Spirit. I always like to get people's stories. So how did you first encounter Jesus in your life? Yeah, uh, that. That's a long story, so I'll give you the shortened version. Uh, I actually always grew up around church. Honestly, uh, I got baptized in the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod as an infant. Mom had me in Sunday school right out of the gate. Uh, I would say when I was around 13, 14 years old, that's when I really encountered Jesus for the first time and dedicated myself to the Lord. Um, I, I feel like I was always around church, but that's when I started to take my faith seriously. It made a difference in my life and in the choices I was making. Um I'm going to fast forward now into my adult years. Uh, I would say as an adult where things really shifted, though, uh, was at a Voice of the Apostles conference. So I I always say because God has a sense of humor, he takes this conservative boy who grew up Lutheran, married a Baptist girl, and was going to John Piper's church in Minneapolis and thrust me into being the senior publicist for Chosen Books. So I'm a conservative background guy who's the publicist for this very charismatic brand. So part of my job is taking me to Bethel and Global Awakening events. And, you know, I'm just getting immersed in this world that is completely brand new to me. Uh, and I think it was my my first voice, the apostles. First night, Will Hart is up there preaching. Uh, and I just start getting hit by the spirit in a way I'd, I'd never been hit before. And 
uh, we had a business meeting with Randy Clark and some of his team that night after the uh, the session ended. And so we're, we're sitting uh, in the green room and I'm on a couch and we're just having a, co- a business conversation. And like my leg keeps jerking and just funny things are happening. And Randy just, you know, was like, whatever, you know, it's, I think he's just like, yeah, this is normal. The spirit moves here all the time. Um, and then I just I go back to my hotel room and I had like this massive 50 minute encounter when I went to bed where I'm just shaking and I don't, I don't know what God's doing, but it's like electricity is flowing through my body and love. And uh, I come back from that conference and this is about probably five-ish years ago that this happened. Um, I come home and my wife was like, what in the world happened to you? you are, you're so different. Um, you know, like your attitudes have shifted. Um, interestingly enough, like I no longer desire to drink alcohol. Um, I grew up in a family where alcohol was just a real normal part of doing life. Um, not that I was an alcoholic or anything, but I, I drank regularly, you know, socially. And and not to say that I still don't drink socially, but in terms of desire, you know, at the end of a bad week thinking, gosh, I really need to go get a six pack of beer so I can like calm down or just relax like that completely left. And so, um, so yeah, you know, def- always around church, but it was that encounter at uh, Voice of the Apostles where God just really started shifting things on the inside for me. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, I've been under uh, Randy Clark's teaching before years ago. I'm talking like the year 2000, 2001, 2002 at the Albany Vineyard Revival in Albany, Oregon. It was life changing, but his model was the first I'd ever seen where it wasn't just him. He had a whole team, 12, 15 interns who were doing the stuff, doing the ministry. Uh, I was kind of curious. You mentioned your leg was twitching. Did they kind of explain how some of those manifestations, what that is or uh, the sign it's pointing towards? Uh, Not specifically. I mean, I guess um, having been around that sort of stuff for a while and you know, heading leading up to that situation, I wasn't freaked out about it in terms of like, it's not like I wasn't aware that it was God working. Uh, do you have a specific indicator of what that means when your leg is twitching? Well, is that a prophetic sign? I've been told, um, cause there are scriptures that point to it, that, it, that it's, it's your feet, you know, how lovely are on the mountain are the feet of those who preach the good news or, you know, taking the gospel anywhere and everywhere that you go. You know, I mean, I, I think that every manifestation you know, points to something scripturally. If it doesn't, um, well, I still, as long as it glorifies Jesus, I'm cool with it. <laughs> I mean, I if the river is flowing, I'm jumping head first. I mean, just I'm jumping in. Um, yep. But I was, I was just curious. Um, but what is the most amazing thing besides this global awakening event that the Holy Spirit has done in your life? Uh, you know, I think the probably the big thing would be an increase in discernment. Um, you know, I, I just in the course of like you interviewing authors and working with authors, I meet so many people who talk about they always felt like, man, I always had people always tell me, wow, you're really wise or you have this just this innate wisdom that that's within you. And, um, you know, I, I, I think I always had a sense of that. I, I had helpful perspectives I could share uh, just in, in general life circumstances. Um, but I feel like after I kind of crossed that threshold at that VOA event, my my discernment like it increased significantly um, and just more, you know, I think probably reactivated um, some prophetic things that I probably was moving in a little bit, saw little inklings of as a child and then just really didn't press into that at all. Um, and so I would say probably the biggest thing is, is discernment. It comes up just in the course of my job working with authors and, and encouraging people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm amazed at the number of times I'll just, 
uh, be praying for somebody or sharing something with an author. And like, I literally just wrote that in my journal yesterday when I was praying. Um, so that, that, that's been interesting to grow in that. One, one of the ways I sort of tested that this of like about a year ago, um, I, I just got into a habit for a season of like picking 10 authors or people to pray for, but prophetic authors. And so it's a little daunting to be like, okay, Anna Werner, I was praying and here's what I got this morning. How does that strike you? So I, you know, I used uh, my prophetic contacts as sort of a sounding board to try to discern, am I accurately hearing from God and processing that? And so, um, you know, I would say in terms of giftings and moving in, uh, you know, spiritual things, definitely discernment has been a, a huge uh, upgrade uh, that came post my VOA experience several years ago. Yeah, that's amazing. So I would like to zero in on discernment, on discerning of spirits, because I think it's a very much needed spiritual gift in this time. I mean, all spiritual gifts are amazing. They all point to Jesus. They're all needed to edify the body, to glorify Jesus. It's all about him, not about us. But with the discerning of spirits, what is the process of how you discern these things? I mean, maybe our viewers and listeners can identify with how God speaks to you through it and identifies things. Maybe God does the same thing with them. Yeah, I think for everybody, it can be a, a little bit different in terms of how you've learned to sort of hear from God or kind of what the, the nudges that you're getting from the Holy Spirit. Um, I would say for me, it's often just kind of subtle impressions, you know, feelings of, uh, in terms of, you know, bad things we might be encountering or, you know, whether we're seeing it on the news, which is a lot of that right now, or just as we're encountering people, as we go about our day, um, I, I would say it's, it's just kind of a, a feelings or not discomfort. That's not really the word I would use, but, um, just, just trying to process those impressions, you know, ask the Holy spirit for insight, um, check it against scripture as you're led down a path. You know, I've got a handful of different uh, dreams, visions, prophetic books that have uh, references, you know, dictionaries like, and if you're seeing this, sensing this or this kind of like you were saying earlier, like, well, when when your leg is twitching, it could mean this. Um, so trying, you know, trying to consult those if appropriate or if I'm if it's something that's a, like a, a bigger deal or more significant, uh, you know, I might text a few of my prophetic friends and say, hey, this is I've never encountered this before. Uh, but you know, God, God can speak through all sorts of things. I mean, sometimes it's the time of day. Sometimes it's something you see. Sometimes it's a, a feeling or an impression. Sometimes it can be a dream or a vision. I've, I don't think I've ever had open visions yet. I, Lord, if you want me to have those, I'm open to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it just, it just varies. You know, I, I feel like, um, if a, a big, a big aspect of this is learning to trust that you are hearing from God. I feel like early on as people are growing, they're like, is that, is that really God? Or is that just, is that my mind? And as you gain confidence in that, then you go, Oh, that might be God. And you'll press into it more. And, and as, as you press into it more, God will open up more things related to that. So uh, I think a big aspect is just learn, learning to trust that you are able to hear from God and that God wants to speak to you and work through you. And then just being uh, conscious of, you know, consulting the right resources. Does this match up with scripture? Right. If you need feedback from others, be willing to be vulnerable and reach out and, you know, see, see if other people might have some other counsel or, or maybe God will give them some ins. Maybe God actually wanted to bring you and that other person together to specifically push something forward because uh, they have the key insight that's going to unlock what God just gave you. So. I love that. that so that's good. my answer, man. <laughs> I love it. Especially when you talk about, you know, the scripture you know, I mean, there's a lot of teaching out there. I mean, this has been going on since the birth of the church, you know, but we do need to verify everything with scripture. Uh, I mean, you and I both have seen some really crazy wonky teachings out there, which 
the scripture is not supporting of, you know, uh, and, and these things might be even clickbaity. They might get the massive numbers, if you will. But I mean, honestly, if it's not verified by scripture, it doesn't last that long. You know, um, th they tend to disappear, but, uh, I'm, I'm kind of surprised how we just don't hold those teachers accountable as much as we should. You know, um, I don't want to go off on too much of a rabbit trail, but <laughs> that 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 is a black hole we can get lost in for a while. Yeah, it, it can <laughs> be. But I mean, you know, you're a you you produce and you create content. You've been uh, podcasting for you, you. How many years again, did you say? It's somewhere between eight and ten years. Uh, I think if I were to count up all the episodes I've officially released, it would probably be it's between six and seven hundred episodes at this point. Um, I think my current show we just passed four fifty seven, maybe something like that. So, um, and you know, in, in terms of interviews I've conducted, I'm probably at close to seven eight hundred interviews through the years. That's so, amazing. Quite a bit of content. Wow. One of these days I'll get there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> One of these days. I'm, I'm, my people I, will talk to your people. We'll make that happen. Oh, I'm having the most fun of my life right now. But what does the Holy Spirit do in you when you're creating and, and you're creating content and you're producing content? Um, you know, I, I guess I would say that works out in a couple of ways. On the one hand, there's just the prep time, uh, you know. And tell you a secret, I don't read every book that comes across my desk in terms of prepping for interviews. I use lots of audiobooks these days because I can listen when I'm on my runs. And so that's a huge help. Um, but, you know, sometimes it's just praying about, God, what do you want me to pull out of this person? What's the key thing that's going to like make this interview pop for the people that really need to hear it? Uh, sometimes I would say just discernment, just discerning as you read uh and go through the material. What, what is really important that, you know, what does God want to breathe on in terms of the conversation that you're going to have? Um, so some of that's discernment. I think th some of that's just experience through the years of learning how to put together an interview and how to have a, a good conversation uh, in the moment, kind of during the interview, I always pray before the interview starts with the yeah. guest. Uh, and then, you know, in just in the midst of it, it's just following those nudges, you know, like I, I have a plan of where I want to go, questions I want to ask. And this is, I've, this is really increase significantly in this season where God will just give me a redirect or something I would have never, never have asked anybody before. And so I'll go for it. And, um, it often opens up fantastic conversations, stuff I never would have expected to pull from the guest. Didn't even know as part of their story. Um, so just in the moment, it's definitely actively hearing, uh, and just going, uh, going for it. And then I would say in the, the post-production that the editing side, uh, you know, sometimes I'll go through and do a, a fast edit just because I can't spend eight hours in post-production on something, um, which if you're new to want to start podcasting, post-production can be a killer. Not going to lie. It can take yeah. a lot of time. Um, but other times I'll feel like God will be like, I want you to do this perfectly. And so I'll put in the time and just make it as tight as possible. And so, uh, you know, it's interesting just to see uh, the different places God shows up in the process. And, and I would say the big thing is just pray as you're going into it and going through it. And then just follow the nudges as you're feeling prompted to go after something. I mean, that's that's all I do is just like, all right, I think this is what God wants us to do. Um, there's a little bit more of a a grace on if you're not being live, if you're pre, if you're pre-recording, you can fix a lot of sins or problems in the episode. But uh, in the moment when you're live, it sometimes feels a little more risky just to be like, okay, we're just going to see what happens. Right. So. right. Now I'm going to be honest. Like I've started podcasting. It's been going great. Uh, the last eight months on charisma, but I've actually lost some episodes just being real. We're like, the debt, it, it, the computer gets crazy. Oh, I got to get a new computer. 
it's very unfortunate. And, and then there are a, a number of lessons learned, even bad recordings. Like before I was streaming with before the video, you know, I just take my microphone, meet with people face to face or even using the, the telephone. But some interviews are just bad. You know, so what do you do then? Like just apologize and say, hey, let's reshoot this. <laughs> Um, I, I think every content creator has stuff that just stays in the can forever. Uh, and so like I have some interviews that where I'm just like, yeah, I, I didn't like how that came together. Or you'll interview someone, you're like, I just not not feeling that, you know, like maybe you just what with what they shared. You're just like, I don't think this represents anything well that I need to be putting out. So sometimes I feel like it's discerning. Should I really be aligned with this? You know, yeah. is this something I need to be putting out? Um, sometimes if the qual- quality is bad, um, you know, you, you reshoot if it's important or just let it go. I, you know, I've, I have stuff that will never get released just because the quality was bad or there's no opportunity to go back. Um, you know, there are times where the content, even though the quality had some struggles, the content is so good, it's still worth releasing. So, you know, there are cases where I'll clean things up the best I can, but I'll still put it out because I'm like, Man, it was so good. We can't recapture that moment, but, you right. know, we're going to have to deal with the dog barking or whatever, yeah. whatever it happens to be. Um, I find sometimes you'll enter into situations where you have this massive warfare going into an interview and stuff breaks on your side and the author's side or the guest side that makes no sense. Like you all could have been doing video conferencing and phone calls and everything up until like the five minutes before the interview is going to start. And then it just all goes to heck. And so, um, you know, I, when I encounter that, I'm like, man, what does God want to do through this interview? Cause you have stuff like you'll, you've never seen happen. And it's just like your computer's on fire and it's just, yeah. it's, it's weird. It is. I mean, I've had interviews where all of a sudden the, the mouse is moving every, you know, like the, the, all that my cell phone's going kind of wonky i mean it's like what is going on like some call it warfare you know you got to deal with it i mean i don't try to cast demons out of every bush and nook and cranny you know but if something shows up i'm going to deal with it if if you have a windows machine you may want to cast the demons i'm i'm a big mac guy these days so oh, i'm a mac guy too <laughs> um and you know i was kind of curious how you manage your time because with all the content that you're producing for me i do listen to other people's podcasts. I love podcasting. I'm a podcaster now. Um, but I have to listen to other people's podcasts at one and a half times or even two times, yep. you know, just for time. Or if I'm going on a jog, you know, it's got to be real fast. So um, how, how do you manage your time between, I mean, I, I follow you on social media, you run a lot um, and you've got all these other things going. So how, how do you manage your time? Uh, you know, I do have the benefit that to some degree, podcasting is an aspect of my job. Uh, I do help oversee the Destiny Image Podcast Network. I think we've got 12 shows and growing on there right now. Um, so I, I do have that as, as a win that I can invest time sometimes during my workday for creating content and just uh, doing what I do. Um, you know, it's honestly, it's a lot of late nights and early mornings, you know, yeah. as you well know, to produce one good episode, you know, there can be a couple hours of prep time, then there's the actual shooting or recording time, and then the post production, and then creating your graphics and promo pieces and promoting it all on social media, I, I would say the average episode on the low end is at least four or five hours. Sometimes you could be talking about 10 hours of investment if it's a really long episode, or it's somebody you really want to do a good job with. And so, um, you know, I, I, as appropriate, I do fit some of that into my workday. Um, but you know, honestly, it's a it's a lot of early mornings, late nights and, and weekends, fitting it in when I can. Um, you can get a lot of editing done at three, four in the morning if, if that's where you have to fit it in. Um, and so, 
yeah, I you know I don't know that I have a secret uh, necessarily for how I manage it. It's just fitting in as a, fitting it in as I can. Um, you know, to some degree, just with the volume of content that I have the opportunity to produce, I probably edit less these days. You know, I have kind of a base level editing of I'm I'm a, I'm a breather man, and so I clean up my breathing uh, on my side of the recordings. But I, you know, I probably don't do as much editing. Um, I try to be like you know it's it's okay to have a few ums and funky pauses because it yeah. makes it feel more normal conversation like and so i feel like that is almost a win these days in terms of of content um live streaming can be a blessing in terms of just kind of a one and done you put it out there uh maybe do a little bit of audio normalization if you're going to turn it into an audio episode so uh i feel like sometimes just embracing live streaming can force you to be okay with what's captured in the moment and not over focus on a bunch of extra editing and and post-production. I'm still a perfectionist. I like it to sound good. I like it to look good. But yeah. uh, in, in terms of the volume of content you want to create, if you're called to do a lot more content, you're going to either have to hire people or, you know, figure out a process that is manageable for you. So yeah, there's, there's no, there's no easy answer for that. Everybody kind of has to pick their own path. Yeah. Yeah. And your podcast on the Destiny Image Podcast Network is the Sean Tabbitt Show. What has God, because I know you've interviewed hundreds of people and I've listened in, I've even jumped in on your live stream, you know, um, what has God radically done during your interviews with special guests? Uh, probably the funniest one. And I wasn't being recorded. I was muted during this time. Um, I interviewed Bishop Bill Hammond about his book, 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues. I had met him at a, at a conference, and this is when Chosen Books is working on a, a new book with him about two, three years ago. And I said, hey, Bishop Hammond, I've not read any of your books yet, other than the one we're working on right now. Well, what, what, what's the one I should start with? He's like, oh, you, you have to read 70 Reasons for Speaking in Tongues. So I, I got it, I read it, and then I interviewed him on it. And during the interview, uh, I get activated in tongues, like literally as he's he's talking during the interview. So you don't know that because uh, I'm muted during that time. But that was kind of a, a funny way that God showed up uh, in the midst of an interview. So that's pro- that's probably like a mountaintop one where it's like I will take being activated activated in tongues with Bishop Bill Hammond on a podcast episode. That 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 that'll, that'll always be a favorite memory. Um, I would say just in terms of the Holy Spirit showing up. Uh, you know, sometimes when people are praying, I don't always have every guest pray at the end of the episode, but sometimes I'll, Hey, you know, I feel like we should pray for the viewers, listeners, and I'll just feel the presence drop and, you know, my hands might start shaking. And so sometimes you get to see that on some of the videos as the guests and I are praying, you'll see just some outward signs of what God is doing, uh, in the moment. Um, I feel like sometimes what the spirit Uh, is doing is kind of more from a hindsight perspective. Uh, I released an interview with my friend, Randy Kay. Uh, I think it came last weekend and he has a book called dying to meet Jesus that I worked with him on that came out from chosen last year. And, um, there's just this real anointed time of about five, six minutes in the interview where he gets into like, he dies and has this heaven encounter with Jesus and he just gets emotional and it's just, it's very powerful. And so, um, anyhow, you know, and it's, it's weird sometimes when you, when you have content like that, you're like, this is so good. I'm going to put it out. I hope it's not weird for the guests because he's like crying and very emotional. Um, and yet I've had tons of people text me, call me, say, hey, I, I watched that interview with Randy. I shared it with my entire family. And, you know, I just I felt the Holy Spirit on that. And, you know, I'm just I've been struggling in this really difficult season. And what Randy shared just very much encouraged me and I feel like nobody's preaching hope right now. And uh, I w- I'm just so encouraged and just Jesus is moving and this is wonder, you know, just, and so, you know, sometimes I feel like 
in the moment you're you're sensing it and you're feeling things in the midst of the conversation. Uh, but I feel like maybe that's God pouring into it for what he's going to do when it releases. Because that interview with Randy was yeah. recorded four months ago. Like we did it quite a while ago. And yet, you know, if I'd released it four months ago, five months ago, I don't know that it would have hit in the same way that it hit right now. Because uh, like literally I've had people calling me and text me all week saying, wow, that was so powerful. Who, Where can I get Randy's book kind of a thing? And so, so yeah, um, you know, sometimes God does stuff in me. Sometimes God's touching me and the guests while we're praying. And other times it's, you know, looking back as I see how people respond, where people tell me how it touched them or encouraged them or spoke to their, their journey that day. Um, so yeah, God shows up in different ways. Every, every interview is different. Yes, it is. And it's amazing just getting the reports from people who are filled with the Holy Spirit or even healed, you know, cause it's, it's all about Jesus. I mean, you know, I, I could see that, that you're, you love the Lord, obviously. And that, that reflects through everything that you do. That's why you do everything with excellence. And uh, I think that, you know, there is the same presence that we experience during an interview, the same outpouring can, you know, it's captured as, as you'd mentioned earlier, because I love capturing moments with people. I love capturing people's stories, but that same presence, that same anointing can be poured out upon people while they're listening in or viewing later, just as if they're in the room with you. And we, we can't put God in a box. We honestly can't. Um, but what is God showing you? Because we're in this, this season that, um, as you'd mentioned, you know, so people need more encouragement, more edification. They need more of the word of God. They need more of the presence of Jesus. What is God showing you with present circumstances and Christians in media ministry? Because I felt like this time, you know, I, I jumped in right before the pandemic happened, um, you know, all this political stuff, you know, everything that's going on, you know, and I think it was for such a time as this, and it's going to increase, but what is your take on what God is showing you during this time? Well, I think we're in a season where God is raising up a lot of new voices. Yeah. Uh, just practically speaking, you know, we've got four generations in the workplace and in ministry right now. So there's a lot of changing of the guard that's happening, you know, right now. And as we move into the next few years, we're you're having a lot of the baby boomers officially step down and retire. You're seeing Gen Xers like myself move up into higher level positions of influence and, and leadership. And the uh, the millennials are, you know, aging up into that kind of next mid tier of leadership and influence. The Gen Zs are, you know, filling out kind of that emerging starting place. So uh, I feel like there's mantles and batons being handed off. And some of that's just practically speaking because of people get older and they retire yeah. and they step into other things. So I feel like that's one of the drivers right now. Uh, it's kind of the wild west in terms of content uh, to some degree. And I mean that in a couple of ways. On the one hand, the bar to entry is super low. You know, uh, you know, I've, we, we're use, probably both using MacBooks and just, you know, you can you can launch a podcast, a video show with something as simple as your phone and some earbuds. You know, the, the, the bar to entry is low. Anybody can jump in. So God has created the situation where anybody can have a podcast or a live streaming show. And, you know, if God's calling you to step into that, embrace it. You could get started with uh, probably equipment you already have in your house. Um, so, you know, shift, shifting of the guard, uh, bar to entry is very low. Um, and then I think in terms of people who have actually stepped into the content creating role, uh, God is calling us to be bold. God is calling us to maybe step into controversial 
or provocative topics. Like one of, one of the things I've shifted into, um, I've done quite a bit of content related to the history of the United States, you know, did America have a Christian founding and bringing on uh, some not necessarily overtly Christian, but uh, people who have a, a good pulse on, on history and, and the past of our nation and being willing to have those kinds of conversations um, but looking for opportunities as God's leading me to speak into situations and conversations in a way that I can. And, and for me, with the podcast, I can have meaningful conversations with influencers and leaders and use my platform to help disseminate what I think is good information, helpful information. Uh, you know, in terms of how we are going to impact culture, I feel like the big thing God is saying to a lot of us right now is we need to be willing to ascend the different mountains in culture. Uh, and take leadership, I, you know, and I don't mean like what I'm going to say right now. I don't mean this as a, as a bash to the church. I just think we've kind of, to some degree, failed to take leadership and gain influence in a lot of mountains of culture. I feel like in previous generations in the past, sometimes we did that really well as the body. And we we're just in a season where uh, we've let just celebrity and all kinds of people own all these different culture mountains. And Christians have largely been pushed out of the conversation, not to say people haven't been scaling mountains and trying to uh, get influence and, you know, be able to impact what's happening. But uh, as we see our world, what feels like some days it's crumbling around us as you look at what's going on in our streets, in our neighborhoods, in our states, across the world, all that, um, you know, one way we can uh, help. And this is a long term. This is, you know, it's not the fix no hard problem has a fix that is a sprint. It is a marathon fix. It's going to take time. Uh, but to be willing to step into places we've not done uh, things in before, whether that's leading locally in our local government or running eventually running for state office or you know, getting out in our community and serving and meeting people who are different from us. And so uh, that, that's going to look for a, a different for a p- different people in terms of what God might be calling you to do. But uh, I think it's a season where you know we really need to be pressing in. Well, God, what are what are the mountains of culture that you're asking me to uh, take on? Where do you want me to have influence and bring the kingdom into different places? You know, maybe that's in the business you work in. It, it can look like a lot of different things, but uh, I feel like God wants us to show up and be kind of the vehicle of kingdom principles and Holy Spirit breakthrough uh, in the different places he's given us ownership and influence. And that's scary. That can mean people might reject you. They might disagree with right. you. As I'm sure you well know, Jared, if you start putting yourself out there and creating creating content, sometimes people don't like you um, Ooh, or they're just yeah. they're mean, you know, and you're like, you don't know me from anybody. Um, and so, you know, you're going to maybe have to grow a thick skin. You're going to yeah. have to be OK with, you know, the, uh, the people who are closest to you speaking into your life and your situation, knowing that you're on mission from God. Uh, Jesus told us that if we follow him. And the closer we follow him, just like they hated him, they're going to hate us too. So don't yeah. be surprised when people are unhappy. A lot of times they're, you know, you're, you're provoking something in them that, that maybe the Holy Spirit's wanting them to deal with and they don't like it. And that's why they're angry. So um, it's, it's a season for boldness. It's a season for climbing new mountains. And I feel like God has given us all the tools and access to what we need to do it. Uh, we just have to be bold and actually take those steps and run the race. I love it. That is so good. And yes, you were right. There are people that don't like it. And I just try to bless them in the name of Jesus. Uh, Sean, this was, I I love this. This was amazing. What is the best way for people to get a hold of you or your ministry for more information? Yeah, I don't often think of myself as having a ministry, but I, I, you know, I know with the work I do for Destiny Image and the podcast, it is ministry. Like it ministers to people. It encourages people. God uses it. Um, 
probably the easiest way would be my website, seantabbitt.com. That has all my podcast episodes. Uh, it's got ways you can contact me, a little bit more about me. Uh, otherwise, just look, like, look me up on social media. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the normal places. And uh, yeah, I love to interact about podcasting. I've actually had the opportunity to do uh, a couple of presentations and speeches at events related to helping people get started in podcasting. So if you got questions, you know, in the past eight plus years, I've learned a lot. So I'm, I might have some good insight for how you can get started. But yeah, for, for all things uh, Sean Tabbitt related, just search for SeanTabbitt.com or just put my name in Google. You'll find lots of stuff. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much. Would you mind praying for our viewers and listeners to receive just, you know, the presence of the Lord, wherever the Holy Spirit leads on you? Holy Spirit, we just pray for your presence. We know you've been with us, but we just ask for more of your presence right now. Uh, and God, I just want to press into what I was speaking about earlier. We're in a, a time and a season that's been very challenging. Uh, it just feels like the world as we know it, our, what it, what it means to uh, do life, bring the kingdom in our families, in our workplace, in our churches. It feels like so much of that has been stripped away. And, and we can be in a place where we're just stuck and we're not knowing what to do. We can't, we, we look back, we don't know how to act in this present moment. We're unsure of how to move forward because it changes in the day to day. God, help us to not focus on any of that. Help us to get into a quiet place where we can focus on you. Help us to get to a place where we can hear that still small voice where, where we're able to say, God, I need I need your direction. I need your wisdom and insight for my day. Help me to just tackle what's in front of me. Help me to bring the kingdom into all the situations I'm stepping into today. Help me to not worry about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week or next month. So Father, however you want to work in each person's life, I pray that your presence would just hit them right now. I pray that as they're pressing into how do they bring the kingdom and thrive in this very difficult season. I pray that you would give them very distinct impressions, dreams, and visions of what you're calling them to do. Show them the specific mountains of culture that you are asking them to step onto and to be in climbing. And I pray that you would empower them with books and friends and family, people that can speak into them. I pray that you would give them specific steps for maybe different aspects of those mountains that you want them to take ownership of, that you want them to bring influence in. Um, and, and I pray that you would just pour into them the specific expression of, of how you want to work in their life, how you want them to bring the kingdom, help it to be distinctly them, that, that kind of perfect meeting of your spirit with what you pour into them, God. Bring that forth, open them up into a new season where they are walking completely in step with you, where they are hearing from you, not only day by day, but moment by moment, just this walk with the Holy Spirit where the conversation never ends. It's continuous throughout the day and throughout the night. So Father, we just pray pray also for encouragement. I pray that um, for people who are having difficult days right now in terms of what's happening with the media, uh, what we see on social media, uh, I, I think for some people, you're calling them to fast. You're calling them to step away, leave their devices at home, go for a long walk and just listen and pray, put on worship music and just be in your presence. Um, so for, for those who, who need to step away, I, I pray that you would help them to carve out a space to do that. Um, and for those of us that you're asking to speak into these situations, what we see going on in news and culture, don't help us to be, you know, Facebook warriors beating down everything, sn putting Snopes links and every single, single thing we see that's bad. Uh, show us how to bring the kingdom, how to bring grace and truth and love and your presence into those uh, situations that are helpful. Maybe instead of leaving a nasty comment or, or a, a kind of an adversarial comment, maybe 
give some of us the boldness to actually call those friends and call those family members and say, hey, you know, I've got some concern about what you're sharing or, hey, it sounds like you're having a rough time. Can I pray for you? Can I encourage you? So uh, rather rather than being stuck in this season, help us to bring the kingdom, help us to uh, be your hands and feet to a world around us that is hurting right now. So, Father, we just ask all that in Jesus name and say amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Sean. Guys, I want to encourage you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Sean Tabbitt Show. I know it's available on Apple, Spotify, Google, the Destiny Image Podcast Network, and also Adventures in the Spirit with Jared Lasky podcast uh, on the Charisma Podcast Network, Apple, Spotify, Google. Subscribe and share. Sean, thank you so much for being on Adventures in the Spirit. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation and adventures in the spirit. We hope that this podcast encouraged and inspired you to press into Jesus and launches you into your own adventure. You can stay up to date with Fireborn Ministries by going to our website, firebornministries.com and like us on Facebook. And may you have your own adventures in the spirit. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeart Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts.